Welcome to the Content 10X Podcast, the show where content creators learn how to harness the power of content repurposing. And now, your host, Amy Woods. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Content 10X Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Woods. And if you're listening to this episode in real time, so in the week that it is released, then this is the very first episode of 2019. So firstly, I'd just like to say Happy New Year. So I hope that you've got lots planned for 2019. I love this time of year. It's a time for planning and goal setting. And although I think that you should plan and set goals and review your goals all year round. I think there's just something about the start of the fresh new year that I really, really like. So as I said, if you listen in real time, happy new year. Now, last year at the start of 2018, I did a podcast episode where I shared my predictions for content, for the world of content and content marketing in 2018. And that went really well. I had some great feedback on that. I enjoyed doing the episode and I did a little bit of research. So I think I really helped people as well with some of their content planning. So I thought, why not kick this year off exactly the same? So this year I'm doing my content marketing predictions for 2019. And I have five key kind of content predictions for 2019. So firstly, number one is Instagram stories. So according to Buffer, an incredible 400 million people around the world use Instagram stories on a daily basis. And that number is rapidly growing by the minute. So I think that Instagram stories is one of the most engaging social media channels available at the moment. I really love Instagram stories. And obviously with those statistics, a lot of other people do. So according to Buffer, the completion rates are well above 50% on Instagram stories when people are consuming the stories. And something that really stood out to me when I was at Social Media Marketing World in San Diego in March 2018 was when Michael Stelzner did his opening um, talk where he talks about all of the research that they at Social Media Examiner have been doing and the surveys that they've run with marketers. He said that a key finding of theirs was that on Instagram, people spend 80% of their time in stories. So they're not even really looking at the posts, but they're just actually consuming the content within stories. So if you're already creating content for Instagram stories, I think you should continue to do so in 2019. I just think it's where it is at on social media. If you don't do anything on Instagram stories at all, then perhaps this could be the perfect time to get started with putting content out onto Instagram stories. So they don't have to be too complicated Um, Instagram stories is about sharing micro moments, basically. So it's either photographs or short 15 second videos that you share. Um, You can make them fun. So there are lots of features on Instagram stories, funny face filters, GIFs. There's the kind of super zoom feature on the videos, all to kind of just make it a bit more engaging and a little bit more fun. And also there are some really good features for engagement, again, like the polls that you can run, ask me anything, rating scales when you ask a question and people can slide along and rate that. Um, There's a new countdown timer that they added to my Instagram only just this week. 
I think maybe the reason that people are enjoying Instagram stories is it is because it is really easily consumable. It is about capturing those micro moments and they do a lot to make it fun and engaging as well. So if you're telling a story on Instagram, I really recommend collecting your photos and your videos up and then sharing them all at once so people can consume the full story from start to finish and just make the content relevant to your business as well. So it's great to share personal content. Of course, I do that. I often get more comments on my personal content, sharing myself, enjoying lifting weights down at the gym or cooking, which are both two of my main hobbies. Um, But I always make sure that I share content that is relevant to the business as well. So people know what's happening in the business, what our latest content is and, you know, any announcements that we have and really just behind the scenes of what goes on with me and the business. So Instagram stories, I just think is where it's at. I think you should get involved with Instagram stories if you aren't there already. And if you are, then continue to use it and explore all of its features. So from a repurposing perspective, head on over to episode 48 of the Content 10X podcast with Jen Hermans. That will be content10x.com forward slash 48. There are loads of great tips there on how to repurpose content onto Instagram and also episode 32 as well. So content10x.com forward slash 32. And there'll be all the links in the show notes where I talk about ways to repurpose blog content to Instagram, but the tips are translatable to other content as well, blog, podcast, video. So head on over to those two episodes and that would be number one. So Instagram stories is only going to get bigger in 2019. So number two is people sharing more behind the scenes content and specifically video content. So vlog style content, content that's not so overly produced. So more raw, um, less polished and more just kind of you know, really sharing everyday life. So the vlog style content that really isn't, you know, overly produced, looking to camera, scripted, that kind of thing. So we're seeing people really responding to these kinds of um, day in the life or an afternoon in the life vlog style content. Now, firstly, I think it's because we're all naturally quite nosy. Um, people like to see your tips and your advice and they really do value your opinion, but they also like to know where you go for a coffee, what you do in your spare time and all of the kind of behind the scenes things that goes on in your life. And also, I think people just really like the openness and the transparency of these more raw behind the scenes vlog style videos as opposed to the more overly produced videos. So I mentioned in my content predictions last year in the era of fake news and a lot of accusations about, you know, things not being as they seem and people start to be a bit more questioning of the content that they're consuming online and in the media, that these kinds of rougher behind the scenes vlog style video content are the things that people are really responding to. Perhaps this comes back to number one, where I talked about Instagram stories, because I guess that's exactly what that is, but that's more sharing your micro moments. Whereas here I'm talking about creating content that perhaps is more like your two to five minute videos that you can put on your website, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, YouTube. So those kinds of videos, I think people are going to respond to more and more. And what is great about them as well is that they can take a little less time than than the really kind of overly produced videos, but at the same time, maybe add more value as well. So less time and more value is um, 
really perfect in this content world. So I think that's something to think about. Do you share vlog content? Could you create some vlogs? And could you just share a little bit more on video of what's going on in the kind of behind the scenes of your business and, and your life as much as you're willing to share? So number three is more audio content. So more audio, more smart speakers, more voice search. So last year I said that there would be more focus I felt on people consuming audio content and I really do still stand by this as a rising trend so I predicted that more people would be consuming audio content in 2018 and not just podcasts but audio content overall from our smart speakers so from our Alexas our Google Homes series etc and from audiobooks as well but people getting more used to uh, voice commands and voice search and also just listening as a form of content. Now, when I went to Podcast Movement in July of 2018 in Philadelphia, there was a really interesting talk about smart speakers and it was all about how we can try and use smart speakers as a way for our audience to consume our content and how we can educate our audience that that they can go there to get content from us and how they would do that and the kind of whole education piece as well. So lots of lots to think about when it comes to audio content and whether you are creating content or whether you could be creating content. So Edison Research, um, who are kind of the main research body for podcasting statistics on an annual basis said that in 2018 six million more americans listened to podcasts than 2017 so there was a massive jump of six million more listeners and that's 48 million people in total in the u.s listening to podcasts another really interesting finding was that 51 million americans now own a smart speaker so they're really skyrocketing in popularity so this could also contribute to the growth of podcast listening as well with people listening to podcasts potentially through their smart speakers. So, you know, as I said, a question here could be looking at how you educate your audience to consume your content through smart speakers and also just more education on how to consume your audio content if you are creating podcasts, if you are creating flash briefings for Alexa. So I've got a brilliant podcast episode coming up in a few weeks where I have a great guest, Sigrun, on the show. She's a top business coach and she talks about how she's repurposed her podcasts into flash briefings that go out on Amazon Alexa and uh, Google Home Siri on a daily basis for her subscribers to the flash briefing. So that's a really interesting topic. Again, it's all about voice. So this is just another thing that I really think that people are going to start paying attention to is if they create audio content, how can they integrate that more with the smart speakers, etc.? And if they don't, then should they be creating audio content in 2019? Okay, so number four is I think that people are going to start embracing more longer form content. So Andy Crestedina, who was on the Content 10X podcast in episode 45, he helped us all out with SEO, gave us lots of tips. He does an annual survey of bloggers. He asks over a thousand bloggers the same questions every year and he's surveying what's happening in the world of blogging and picking up on various trends. And I'll put a link to that survey in the show notes for this episode. Now he found that an average blog post takes three and a half hours to write and that's up from two and a half 
12 hours in 2014. Now he found that 8% of people spend more than six hours on their posts, but they also get such better, stronger results from spending that extra time. So it's a small amount of people who are going that extra mile with six hours on their post, but they are getting incredible results from doing that. So I think it just goes to show that people who are consuming blog content, they want really decent quality content. They don't want these kind of daily blogs that are just really kind of short. They want in-depth quality content, want people to spend more time, make them better and ultimately then get better results from the blog posts and give much better value to audiences. And also these longer form blog posts, they rank higher in Google as well. Google are looking for that kind of quality content. So there's lots of reasons why it is great to spend more time on your content to create longer form content. Now, I don't just mean blogs here, although I've been speaking about blogs in talking about Andy Crestadina's research. I do just mean in general, spending more time on creating really good quality content, really good podcasts, good videos, spending a little bit more time to ensure that the quality is great, even if it means reducing in frequency in order to create less content, but higher quality content, because people are going to start really appreciating that. And you're going to see that you have more passionate, more loyal followers from your really high quality content. And I just think that less frequency and more quality from longer form content is something that is going to be a real feature of 2019 for many content marketers. And of course, when you've got quality content, you can then go on and repurpose that quality content. So quality content to begin with results in great repurposed content as well. So create great content and then have a plan to repurpose it. And then finally, number five is email list building. And I think people are going to realize that GDPR wasn't email Armageddon, email marketing Armageddon. It was actually a really good thing. It was a bit mismanaged, I guess, in terms of the communication was quite poor for smaller businesses and entrepreneurs on exactly how they were going to comply with GDPR, what they did and didn't need to do. But, you know, I think everyone is a lot clearer now on GDPR. It's now live. People do have cleaner inboxes. There's a lot less spam now. People took the time as well to just clear out their subscriptions and their boxes when GDPR happened. So now I think if you've got have granted rights into people's email inboxes, then they're saying that they want to hear from you and you can get their attention in their email inboxes. And I think that is a really important thing because I think a lot of actual sales um, decisions and you know decisions to take the next step forward and convert and take your call to action do often actually happen in the email inbox as opposed to you know on social media and those kinds of places. I think people are going to focus more on GDPR friendly email marketing, ways of getting email addresses in that GDPR friendly way, then I think also we may see a bit more of a focus on trying to create very engaging and captivating sales copy for email. So email copywriting, people are likely to look to hire copywriters who are great at writing engaging email copy because we're starting to realize that 
we really do have a great opportunity with the emails that we're now sending to people who are happy to receive our emails and interested in what we have to say in less cluttered email inboxes. So there you have it. They are my five content predictions for 2019. I have lots of other ideas as well on what I think is going to happen in the content world in 2019, but they're the ones that really stand out to me. So I'd really like to hear what you think. If you agree with anything that I said, or you have any further opinions or anything more to add, then please do reach out to me. You can contact me, amy at content10x.com. And you can also reach out to me on all the social media platforms with content10x is my main handle and I'm mainly over on Instagram so you can catch me over on Instagram and if you want any help with your content repurposing then at Content 10x we offer a fully done for you content repurposing service so if you'd like to find out more about that then do head to content10x.com so all that's left to say is thank you so much for listening to today's podcast episode and I'll catch you in the next one